Colin had a problem and a microphone to spare. Thomas took it up and so the podcast went to air. For weeks and months they trolled through every single DVD. They've unwrapped all the ones they can and now they're cellulose free. Now they're cellulose free. Hello dear listener and welcome to Cellulose Free. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. What have you been up to? Um, in the past week I've become a local political blogger. <laughs> Good. And setting up that basically took up the whole week. Uh-huh. Um, because I decided to do most of it f- from scratch. I thought scratch was a games-making software. It is used a lot for games, but it is... Also used for political blogging? No. Oh. No. I'm confused, no. Thomas. You have confused me. No, already. actually, the, the blog is built on Pelican which is a Python-based static site generator, Um, because I wanted to do it for as cheaply as possible, and static sites you can usually host for free on various places. It's what the cool people use, who look down their noses on WordPress. Mm. Yes. Well, well, I also (laughs) wanted to use a custom domain, and I don't think you can do that on a, a three... Free, 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 no, no tongue on teeth. <laughs> I think that's a first. <laughs> you can't do that on a free uh, WordPress.com instance. Right, good. Um, and so, and so, I picked up a very cheap custom domain. Uh-huh. And now it resides there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, does that give you any analytics as to how many hits well, from it, my phone you've received? It's difficult to say because um, I think uh, for the past few days, it's um, just been all you. of the hits have just been me iterating on it. Yeah. So not useful in <laughs> any meaningful way uh look i shall put a link in the show notes so that you can better appreciate the the machinations of the local political scene yeah um, yeah <laughs> the local political scene as it winds down for a term that's right yes we're we're heading into local council elections and who's to say how that is all going to end up and already there's mud slinging and mm. Horse poo slinging and... A lot more of it on the opposite side of the river from us. Oh, no, we, we had horse poo we, slinging we, over here. We we do have a bit here. Yes. But yes. that's... Uh, have, have you come across the horse poo saga? I feel like I have. Oh, you'd know if you point. did. It's only happened this week. Yeah. So, you're going to have to look Right. Up. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. Feels like a, 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 a waste of time, to be honest, yeah. but... It, feels like an entire separate blog post, I think. I don't think I'm going to end up covering it. Uh, it's, it all the interesting <laughs> things are happening on the other side of the rib- river from us. And it, well, that's not local. No, that's not local. Yeah. That's... I thought you were differentiating yourself 
and being local. But you know, <laughs> I'm unsubscribing. And and I'm not going to cover all the interesting things over because they don't apply to Clarence. And why why would anyone uh, in the Clarence local political scene uh, throw themselves into that mess over there, Mr. Mayor? Uh, <laughs> Point of order. Mm. Um, <laughs> Our current mayor, Mr. Doug Chipman, uh, wrote a talking point a couple of days ago in the Mercury uh, about the UTAS move. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't help that I don't read the paper and no. don't follow the paper. And, no. and uh, I do, but I do it off the, the government's dime because uh, yes. the library subscribes mm-hmm. to um, a, a service that archives all the newspapers. Yes. If I want to read a newspaper from Brazil, I can do that. I don't understand Brazilian Portuguese. No. But, no. Um, I do have a friend who does. Oh? Yes. But I don't, which is why well, I don't read the well, newspapers from Brazil. Well, if you do find a particular article... <laughs> Um, I can submit it to my friend who <laughs> will translate it for you. He also has a passable uh, understanding of the Welsh language. Right. Yes. An interesting combination. Anything else? No, just that one thing <laughs> one that thing. I didn't think was going to take quite so long to talk about, <laughs> uh, but did. See, I'm just demonstrating my incredible interview skills <laughs> in being able to draw out from anyone because I love talking to people. <laughs> what? Shut up. I, I don't, and that's why I am now a local political blogger. <laughs> what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Not, not really a great deal. I'm back on the uh, vampire trail. I had my arm jabbed. I was stabbed. Because, uh, yes, there's been a little bit longer a uh, period between donations due to the fact that I donated blood last time and then had to wait four weeks rather than two weeks before I can do plasma again. Um, but yes, that was good. That was my 99th donation. Ooh. Yes, so in two episodes' time, no doubt I will be saying, I hit 100. And will you be the owner of a brand new pen I with, don't, I don't with which you can draw blood again? <laughs> I do have a 25 and a 75, maybe a 50, I can't remember. With the 75, I think it would be odd if you'd not received a 50. It would be strange. Maybe I didn't get a 25, I, I don't know. I, I don't really, I, I, I throw them in a drawer somewhere. You know, I, I get excited for the people at the blood bank, because they're excited for me. But I think maybe, maybe I'll be a little more excited with 100. Speaking of 100, we are on our way towards a 100th episode, and I feel like we might get there exactly as fast if we watch a film tonight. What? No, I had other things to talk about what I've been up to. No, No, let's let's roll on into this film, this this battle of wits and battle of ships and... What are we watching? To? We we are watching the 2012 action sci-fi film yeah. Battleship. Board game tie-in. Mm. Battleship. 
And are we watching it on Stan or Prime or Netflix or are we dragging the DVD out of its case? I, well, uh, we haven't brought the DVD out. No. So, so it'll be one of those. Mm, dealer's choice. What, pray tell, is Battleship all about? Well, you, you lay out your ships and then mm. you stick pegs in when yep. you get cooked. Yeah, okay. And then eventually someone sinks all, all of all of the ships. Yeah. And the, the, the other person yells, you, you sunk my battleship. And then the game is over and everyone stops. The end. <laughs> Good. Okay. So we're going to start watching. No, yeah. no. Uh, here is the two-sentence description from this Google knowledge <laughs> graph uh, column on the side of this, this Google page for Battleship 2012. Okay. An international fleet of ships encounter an alien armada and discover their destructive goals. To defeat their enemies, they are forced to fight an intense battle on sea, land, and air. <laughs> that, that was incredible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that... that sounds almost as if it went through a translator through five different languages before returning back to English. Mm. Uh, produced by Hasbro Studios, Bluegrass Films, and Film 44, and distributed by Universal Pictures. This is Battleship. <laughs> with, with music by Steve Jablonski, best known for musical scores for Transformers. <laughs> Good. Okay, we're going to uh, stop recording whilst we work out where we're going to be watching it. We'll we'll be weighing up which has got the the best bit stream rate, and I'm I'm going to pull up a, a section of the randomizing randomometer. What? I thought that had been retired. That we have not yet explored, and that is the list function. Netflix, Prime Video. Stan, and the answer is Netflix. We'll be watching it on Netflix. Okay, cool. We're going to watch it, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to sink some battleships. So we'll catch you on the poop side. Uh, a A four. Miss. Oh, Miss. B four. <laughs> no, after. <laughs> Mongrel. <laughs> so, what did you think? <sighs> there are some really good visual sequences in this film. The script is terrible. <laughs> the script is appalling. <laughs> The the script is appalling, and when a reference to the board game Battleship appears, I cannot help but laugh. <laughs> they, they, they really, really wanted this to be the serious film that it isn't. Did, did they, though? As far as I'm aware... <sighs> See, I I disagree uh-huh. in, in that I think 
the collective tongue is stuck firmly in a cheek. I think they were they were given the task of right. Let's make a movie about Battleship. Okay, right. So how are we going to do do this? We'll, we'll do this. Okay, <laughs> let's 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 run with it. And also, mm-hmm. as far as the script being appalling is, yes, it is. But I also think that their self knowing, as far as that being the case as well. There is a moment where someone does the macho, we're going to go and risk our lives, we'll probably die, but we can buy the world another day. And then the scientist character turns around and says, who talks like that? And I I, I honestly saw that as a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, tap of nose. We know this is dumb. This is just entirely dumb. It doesn't solve it though (laughs) pointing out that you've written a bad thing in the bad thing does not make the thing good again okay could you write a good script based on the game battleship i think i could take this script and write it better. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. I mean, there were certainly all the way through it moments where we both collectively cringed. Mm-hmm. And we both collectively laughed. Mm-hmm. And for the sheer ridiculousness of something happening. Um, case in point, the cable's blowing up. Uh, you know, cable's... <laughs> Don't blow up, but and, no, we've and satellites, satellite dishes definitely don't blow up, even no. if the cables near them are blowing up. You can't see radio transmissions. No, <laughs> and and I'm pretty sure you don't need three dishes to shoot in a straight line. No, 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 no. and they used up. J.J. Abrams' complete surplus of lens mm. flares. Not throughout the film. <laughs> Specific <laughs> points. Yeah. Is it? Oh, what's, what's, what's the time code? Oh, okay. Yeah, another 15 minutes has passed. Right. Okay. Bring on the lens flares. <laughs> so, so we need to show the aliens, right? Without showing the aliens too, in too much detail. Yeah. So just throw lens flares over the whole thing and nobody will see anything. <laughs> and, and and lens flares where, I mean, I, you know, dear listener, that I do do a bit of photography and, and lens flare is a problem. But I'm also conscious of the things that do cause lens flare and try to avoid those. Well, there was lens flare left, right and centre where there was no source of the cause mm. of the lens flare. It was just, <laughs> you know, we have a camera uh, rising, sort of sort of a helicopter shot, and the, the sun is in completely the wrong position for there to be any lens flare from the sun. There's no other light source, but suddenly you're just whacked with all manner of lens flare, because there are different types of lens flare, mm-hmm. but there were, there were spots where there was... 
five or six different layers of different types of lens flare. You're, you're only using <laughs> one type of lens. Just, just, there, there are lens flares here that, that can't happen together. The other thing that I thought was um, the analogy that I used a couple of weeks ago with the pickles mm-hmm. and the olives as far as uh, gratuitous coarse language. Um, <laughs> there were so many cases of gratuitous pickle and olive removal in this mm. film where... Mm. Uh, one of those furry words is just about to be said or just the beginning is said and it cuts away or there's an explosion. Or <laughs> Where's the salt? You've taken all the salt out of my burger. Where'd it go? <laughs> so, yes, you've got the, the flip side of that, which was quite obviously a ratings thing mm. um, to, to keep it in the M category to allow as many, dare I say, and be sexist, as many young teenage boys Mm -hmm. in to watch this film. Was it successful in doing that? (sighs) Okay. So, initially, the film had a budget of $150 million. Which is a little bit of money. It is a little bit of money. It's quite a little bit of money. (laughs) I don't know that it's particularly huge for a blockbuster. No, but this is 10 years old, so, mm. but no. No. It's still a lot of money. The, the pre-production did not go well, and Universal were thinking of uh, cancelling the film at a loss of just, just $30 million. Okay. So, the, cutting your losses at $30 million yeah. and say, no, this is a silly idea. Universal got a new chairman. Mm-hmm. His name was Adam Fogelson. And he decided... Because one of his most favourite childhood games was <laughs> Battleship. The, the studio would lose less money if they poured more money into the film. Yeah. So in the end, it had a budget of $220 million. Which is a lot of little money. And it made $303 million at the box office, which... Sounds like more than $220 million. <laughs> it does. But it lost $150 million. Have they looked behind the couch cushions? <laughs> As it turns out, once you have produced the film, You've then it's not over. It. <laughs> you, you have to do everything else. <laughs> uh. you, you have to do everything else, otherwise you'll lose... All of the money on the film. Yeah, yeah. Hence, I suspect, no sequel. Um, <laughs> like Hungry Hungry Hippos. It was nominated for six Golden Raspberries, uh-huh. including Worst Picture, and one one for Worst Supporting Actress for Rihanna, which oh, that's harsh. I don't know is no, deserved. I think no. she was all right in the film. I, I think... I, I, I do remember during this time... That she did cop a lot of flack for acting. Mm-hmm. I thought she was solid, mm-hmm. considering the the limited material that she had. No, 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 no problem. I had more problem with Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. He was phoning it in, oh, and and he can really phone in a film. Yeah, yeah, he was Liam Neeson light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yep, this is all I'm giving you today. Sorry. Uh, unless I get the 220 million budget. Uh, so, yeah, no, no problem with her whatsoever. I think that's harsh. Here's something that's not a fault of the film. Mm-hmm. So Netflix, right? Yeah. Netflix has a thing about burnt-in text. Good. I'm glad you raised that. Netflix really, really despises burnt-in text, especially subtitles. It wants them in its brand default uh, white with a bit of shadow on it. Mm -hmm. And so when you produce films for Netflix, you cannot, for even artistic reasons, have burnt-in subtitles. Uh, If you want subtitles for artistic reasons, uh, they have to be as a subtitle file. Yeah. And be translatable and so on. Yeah. With the result that it seems that Universal have taken that as far as is possible and moved the entire opening scroll, I think... To the subtitles, yeah, yeah, complete with the sound effects that would have gone along with it. Yep, yep. And there are a bunch of also lower thirds throughout. Yeah, yep. That have accompanying sound effects, but are in Netflix sans. It, it was just that that whole opening with the text on screen. It was a black screen. Uh, it was a Netflix black screen. Netflix sans at the bottom. But, but but there was also a couple of spots where they'd put that that same subtitling against a very very white background, and I couldn't read it. And that, and, that was later on. But but I certainly were- didn't remember the beginning of the film starting like that. And, and what it made me feel like was that that opening explainer was explained on screen with that text. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like four two-liners mm-hmm. or, or three two-liners of, of text explaining it. And then you have the opening scene that explains what's going on a second time. And then right after that, you have some people watching a television where a news announcer is explaining things a third time. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it, is, it, is a, it is a problem that films have sometimes, isn't it? Oh, and, and, but but it, I think it was really exacerbated by the fact of what you were talking about as far as the replacing of what was probably just a single screen. Um, I'd I'd have to watch the DVD and see what they did there. But uh, as as far as I know, Netflix is okay with big screens of text. So I don't think Universal needed to make that edit. No. And the lower thirds also, I don't think needed to have changed. And yet, and yet, they yep. were. Yeah. Um. Setting aside white on white, some of them were not on screen for more than a second. Yep, yep. I would just like to point out, changing the subject entirely, Mm -hmm. I have been on the Mighty Mo. Cool. I have stood on that wooden deck. It visited Hobart many, many years ago and uh, had an open day and 
yeah, I, I think it was very, very close to its uh, decommissioning at that stage. But uh, you know where there's quite often a row of two or three large ships lined up on a particular wharf-facing Bell Reeve-ish. Mm-hmm. Well, it was parked there, which was quite impressive. Big, big ship. Not as big as the Enterprise, but uh, but an impressive ship nonetheless. One of these days, we're going to have to go on a trip to the proud nation of Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, I mean, that was another thing. Uh, again, another wink to knowing how dumb we're being. So, I, <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I think so. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't. I really do. There was a surprising amount of character development that really shouldn't happen in a, in a film like that. You, you have the, the premise... Of, it, it's basically a disaster movie. Mm-hmm. You have the setup of the characters who will either live or die. And I thought that was done extremely well in this film. I've seen it done really, really poorly. And I'm, I'm quite happy with how it, it was done here. Including smaller characters, you know, you've got the two scientists and both of them are jiggling because they're nervous. And one of them says to the other, stop tapping and says, you're doing it worse or, or something yeah. along those lines. It, it was just little moments like that. I don't think Iowa was a nodding wink. I, I think that's just bad writing. Oh, no, I think you're wrong. However, bad writing. Uh-huh. Uh, but... Also, because of the ridiculousness of the premise, is that uh, this decommissioned ship... uh, I I have been on decommissioned naval vessels before, and everything that can go bang is either very well and truly welded shut or completely removed, Mm -hmm. completely and utterly disabled. Uh, And then suddenly, A... These things aren't disabled, and B, they suddenly they have, ammo. They have so much ordnance; it is just, just ridiculous. Why? Um, because they need it to tell the story, um, and and they also need it because, and they emphasise that at the beginning, is that battleships aren't a thing anymore. But the game is called Battleship. So we need a battleship. Mm-hmm. Why not go for the ultimate battleship, which is the Mighty Mo? Um, <laughs> it's a deceit, a complete mm-hmm. and utter deceit, and it 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 completely bit them on the backside. In that we cannot explain why all these things work, and we cannot explain why we can get our hands on all this ordnance. But you've sat in the theatre seat for this long, you mm-hmm. know that this is a dumb movie. <laughs> so, so so, deal with it. The alien ships are made out of a new element that nobody's ever seen before. We, humans, are pretty sure that we have discovered all of the stable elements yeah. that exist. Yeah. I reckon there's a couple of point fives in there. No. Where where are you getting half a proton from? <laughs> oh, oh dear. Um, yes. Yes. It, 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 it's a dumb movie. 
Okay. I seem to recall when you announced that this was uh, what we were going to watch. I seem to recall me saying the ultimate test will be whether we get to the closing credits and I have a smile on my face. Mm Mm-hmm. Do I have a smile on my face? You do have a smile on your face. Uh, I I recognise that, and I think I did too. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I will not defend this as being a brilliant movie. Uh, it's, It's a dumb, stupid movie. But we have watched movies that are ostensibly better that I don't enjoy anywhere near as much as watching this. I I will say, I will say, if you don't have any other notes... I I do have only one more note. Okay. Oh, you want me to throw this out? Yes. Okay. And it's an embarrassment Uh question, but it's got to do with my prosopagnosia, Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the putting faces to... To characters, and I'm going to really embarrass myself here. Is the girlfriend of the main hero also the physiotherapist? Yes, right. Those are the same character. It is the same, right? I know that sounds really silly, but I I couldn't. But now now that I think back at it, she did make a mention of it. And so I, I should have had the confirmation there. So I'm doubly embarrassing myself. There was a moment that a verbal confirmation was given. But facially, I had my doubts. I couldn't couldn't get that. But good. Okay. Uh, my last note. Yes. Is actually a cool thing about this film. Mm-hmm. There is a good plot point in here. Right. And that is... The use of the oceanographic data mm-hmm. as as a fill-in for radar. Yes. Except that <laughs> it's used as an excuse to fit in a battleship coordinates yeah, 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 reference. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't think that is an except. I think, I, <laughs> I think it's another example of... <laughs> we're I, basing this film on a game... <laughs> Which is a ridiculous idea. Let's let's run with it. I, I thought that was a clever use. I'm I, not going to know. No, no, I genuinely I will not let you. Shush. Okay. I genuinely think that it's an awesome tactic to use in in the emergency situation that this is. Except for that. Hey, at least they didn't say B seven. That's a miss. I'm sorry. <laughs> they did use the line. It's oh, a yeah. miss. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's silly. <laughs> and I laughed. Yeah. But I don't like it. Ah. <laughs> uh. The big question is, how many times have you watched this now? This has to only be the second, only I think. Second. I suspect that you possibly found it more amusing the first time. Yeah, that's that's possible. Yeah. It was a while ago. <laughs> and it probably would have been a groan there, but you would have given it a pass then. The second time round, yeah, it, it is... Certainly harder to stomach, mm-hmm. but I think first time round it probably would have seemed cleverer. Mm. 
I I think my problem with the idea that it's supposed to be tongue in cheek and they know that it's bad is that they just should have <laughs> written a better script. <laughs> That's it it's yeah. really what it comes down to. If and I I don't really believe it, if they knew it was bad they should have written it better. <laughs> oh, and so I don't I will still stick with the fact that it's the premise that is bad. Oh, and for so, sure. So it is, it what, is, what do you do? And that is the route they decided to it, go. It, it is a bad premise. I, I will give you that. I that, mean, I, I joked about Hungry Hungry Hippo, but, you know, it's... That's, that's not <laughs> an excuse for... For writing a bad thing, <laughs> the 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 premise isn't in your hands. It's been brought down from, from on high by from Hasbro. Hasbro. Yeah, <laughs> you. you I, I, I I do wonder how many people said no, 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 no. I'm not touching this. <laughs> you're, you're pouring two hundred and twenty million dollars into this. Before marketing, before distribution, yeah, you should try. <laughs> That's it. Oh, I think they did. I really do. Anyway, we're going round and round try the circles harder. now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you have anything else to say? No, no, I think that's it. Good, good. I still have a smile on my face. I really, really love this film. And and for, I for all the wrong reasons. It it is a dumb, stupid, silly film and, and it's glorious. And I do not begrudge yeah. you this. Yeah. Like what Good. you like. Yeah. Good. It's a bad film. <laughs> I would even go out on a limb and say I far prefer this than Top Gun. Yes, yes, we are in agreement on that. Okay, good. Because Top Gun doesn't work. No, <laughs> this does. I, I, top, top Gun doesn't have anything to offer me. No. no. This had some mirth. It did, it did. All right. I, I didn't like the mirth. <laughs> it was bad mirth. And yet, there it was. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on then. The following segment needs a little more time in the oven. It's done now. Over on Discord, we have received a violin emoji from Antwos Fratu. Oh. And that's it. Right. Uh, on Facebook... I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Antwos Fratu, for causing the, the small violin to be played. I, I think it's related to the, the string instruments in The Lady Killers, which was the film that we watched. Did we watch a film last, last week. time? Yes, we did. This, this is a film podcast. Oh. So every every, every episode, All right. we watch See, a film. I suspect I would have made that connection uh -huh. if I had actually seen the emoji. 
Yes, it was. It was a, a yeah. Discord has reactions. Yep. Where you can attach an emoji to someone else's post, and this was a reaction to yep. the marketing post. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I would have made the the connection immediately mm. if 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 I had those connections, but you keep these from me, so I couldn't. It it, it was an emoji, and I didn't bother. Yeah. On Facebook... (laughs) Hi, Facebook. Helen. (laughs) Hi, Helen. Says, I heard the air quotes when they were first used, but perhaps not in the following discussion. (laughs) I, too... Uh, I I boosted the volume, too. (laughs) I, too, have largely given up on, well, basically anything new, because I can't keep track of characters at the best of times. Yeah. As for Pumsprug, postmodern Sprogs, poor man's Sporen Girdle, pathetic Microsoft program. Uh, meanwhile, you, meanwhile, you, you, you're never going to let me yeah, live that down, Emma, are you? Is that the phrase? Live it down? Live it something? You, you, yeah. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, back for, at the ranch. For this week, I will go with LDY. K-L-R, although I'd really like an S at the end. So would I. Reluctantly, I couldn't have one, so I was forced to remove it. But other than that, it's identical to what you came up with. You've done it. (laughs) Yes, well done. It's been done. Well done. Uh, This week, I am going to be stunned if you can't get it. I got it. Yes, I, I, almost I, instantly. When I put it in, um, I, I don't you normally do this, but I asked Thomas, "What do you reckon I put in?" And and he got it. it it's very obvious this week. And I said, "Comedic bleep." Yes. <laughs> Did you? Mm, I said, "Yeah, yeah." I said the letters, "Comedic bleep." Ah. <laughs> Got, got you. Okay. My brain isn't functioning, Thomas. It really isn't. It's all over the place. I'm, I'm, I'm manic at the moment, so... Oh, dear. Okay. Anything else? No. No, that was it. Thank you, dear listeners, for your contribution. Just a question. Was the violin in a case? No. No, it was ah, just a, just a violin. violin. Good. All right, well, we shall move on then. Pick a film for next week. So we can go to bed. It's your turn. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have any particular one on my list that, that I'm particularly r- rabidly keen on uh, to, to select. So I'm going to give the phone a shake that will randomly select one from my list. Ah, I think you're going to get this fairly quickly. Uh-huh. It stars uh-huh. a character who was actually in last week's episode. Uh-huh. That I didn't actually pick as being in last week's episode until I read the cast list. And then, ah, as it turns out, that was his first acting a role in a motion picture. Is so. that person 
one Peter Sellers. No, it is two Peter Sellers. In fact, it's right. two, three, four, possibly five Peter Sellers. That that did seem to be a thing that he did for a while there, isn't it? <laughs> Played lots of Peter Sellers. Mm. Yes. Is this the mouse that roared? It is indeed the mouse that roared. So okay. we're, we're going back to 1959 for The Mouse That Roared. This is the plot synopsis of The Mouse That Roared for those dear listeners who are unfamiliar with this classic. I say it's a classic because it says in the description. In this classic satire, the Duchess, Peter Sellers, and the Prime Minister, Peter Sellers, of the tiny duchy of Grand Fenwick, have come up with a brilliant plan to keep their country from going broke. Make war on the United States. Lose. Then collect lots of American post-war aid. Their only mistake is not telling their invasion force leader, Sellers again, in chainmail, that he's supposed to lose. Sellers lands in New York City during an air raid drill and finds the streets empty. He then proceeds to capture... Uh, this is giving away the whole plot. Yes. Yes, this is in fact the whole plot. Good grief. Is this, is this actually on... Yes, this is actually from the back of the case. This is appalling. It is. I'm going to stop there. You should. Yes. On second thoughts, let's not read the plot. Tis a silly plot. It, it is a silly plot, I can okay. confirm. Um, it is a silly plot also, but this is a silly writing of the entire plot on the back of the case. So that... Mm. Spoilers. We are watching next week Peter Sellers in... And Peter Sellers and Peter Sellers No, in. sorry. The front of the case. Peter Sellers, Peter Sellers and Peter Sellers. Huh? An inflection? <laughs> In The Mouse That Roared, we hope that you can join us. But until then, we'll catch you next time. Bye. You have been listening to Cellulose Free. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Cellulose Free is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. We keep track of our extensive physical media collection through My Movies, which we highly recommend. You can find links to that, as well as other places you can find us in the show notes. Cellulose Free is a Hi Hello production. And we're rolling... Are we rolling? We are rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. That 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 would explain the dizziness. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And the fact that the horizon keeps moving mm. rapidly. Mm. And that we're inside a giant peach. <laughs> Thanks, James. <laughs>